Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 182 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we liked or played over the weekend, or watched or played over the weekend. My name is Barry, and I messed up the intro because Craig <laughs> took too long to clap. <laughs> and my name is Craig. I took too long with the intro because I was trying to fit in as many stupid jokes <laughs> as I could. <laughs> My name is also Craig. I was going to go with welcome to spooky season, but now I don't even know. It's all over the place. Happy uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, yes. I guess that would, yeah, that, that would make sense by the time this comes out. Yeah. So mm-hmm. happy Halloween, everyone. Spooky season is upon us, and yes. the news is also spooky here news. upon us this season. Spooky Ooh. news. Do I have any particularly spooky news? Um, not really. Insomniac fixes the flag is, is hey. pretty not spooky. Yeah, so... <laughs> They fi- they they fixed the the Cuban flag for the Puerto Rican one for Miles Morales, so it's a small one, but good on him. Yeah, we have Fortnite going back to chapter one on November third. I yeah. can't say I'm not interested. Same. Uh, I might have to get in for a couple warm up games because that <laughs> it, it's going to be rough the first yeah. time we get in there. So should be should be interesting and i'm excited to see us go back are any of you guys interested in maybe trying it uh for sure my wife and i um have like a sporadic thing where we'll play Fortnite every three or four weeks check out the shop and all that so like we're if you guys are interested we could definitely make it a four-person team get back in Fortnite. i got pulled in with the no build yeah like when that came out i was playing it quite a bit i i yeah. kind of it's died off just because of the amount of games that have come out. Um, but I'd a hundred percent be interested to try going back to all the way to the beginning. Yeah. How long ago was that now? Oh my God. Uh, it has to quite be. a few years, right? It was, it was yeah. a different life. It was a different time. It was. It was. Yeah. I can land at tomato town again. Yeah. <laughs> I think fallout boy released the single Uma Thurman probably, mm. or maybe even earlier than that. I don't know. I'm trying to find yeah. a relevant time frame of how far back it is. <laughs> Speaking of uh, battle royales, we have four. Uh, sorry, we have Apex Legends uh, releasing a trailer for their new season, and finally, after many years, cross progression is hey. finally coming to it. So, what's going to happen to my account? I will log in just to see. Uh, just because <laughs> they're going to look at mine and they're going to be like, "What did this man do? Like, wh- what did he do to deserve this?" So, I'm. Very excited to see what happens. The new Legend Conduit, I think, looks cool. Seems like a cooler version of Watson, who's one of my favorites. So I will absolutely, you know, with all of these games that have come out now, it feels like now's not the time to try and get back into those battle royales. But they're doing some interesting stuff, and I might have to. Yeah, looks interesting, for sure. The last season, the one they're on now, was just such a bummer. I didn't even bother. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't established... even get to use my cool trail. I was like, uh, whatever you call that, master or whatever. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah, grinded all were... the way. Didn't even get to use it because the season sucked. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sadness overcomes us. And speaking yep. of sadness, uh, that's really the only way to transition into this one. Uh, Matthew Perry uh, has died. Yeah. Uh, happened earlier this week. It doesn't seem to be any foul play, according to early no. reports. Uh, but he has... Friends superstar is what I will say is Chandler Bang, also known for doing other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has had a lifelong of alcohol, substance abuse, and things like that since after Friends. 
he has released a memoir since then, so that's definitely going to be buying up all the shelves lately. But um, just kind of a really sudden one in my eyes. I actually mm-hmm. didn't know he was going through all of that stuff. After Friends, I may have been too young to know he was going through it. But uh, the acting world loses a, a pretty great actor in one of the most, like, probably the most iconic show of all time yeah. so far. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Hopefully his family is all right. Was was he married? Did he have kids? Um, I actually know don't this? know that about him. I know more about his uh, the substance abuse after Friends. I don't think um, he was married or had kids. Let me check. That's a good while question. You're, while you're doing that, I, um, <clears throat> so I got introduced to Friends in my uh, current relationship slash marriage. My wife finally got me to watch Friends. I was long time the Seinfeld guy that wouldn't touch Friends because they were definitely competing for everybody's because love. Because Seinfeld in the 90s. was superior. Yeah, that's what it you is. I, I won't say. I don't know if I'll say it on camera. There's enough Friends people out there to uh, kill me. Yeah, you can say it. It's superior. To me, it was. It's um, close. But um, I think they're two totally different shows, and you can like both now that I've seen it. I'm a Friends fan now. Um, I'm not the die-hard fan, but Chandler Bing was and always will be my favorite character on that show. My humor definitely appeals to him, and um, his sarcasm was one of the most legendary sarcasms on television. I snagged, I don't know how, but I got my wife, and it doesn't matter if I say this on camera because I'm giving it to her tonight, but I got my <laughs> wife the, uh, the Friends Lego set the specifically the um the central perk one found it on amazon because like i was like that's crazy like you know but he will be missed he will be missed for sure i don't see any kids okay well so that's that's kind of sad now i'm even more sad for him um let's see here it's always weird to transition from these types of stories but god rest his soul um I guess I'll just flat flat out go into the next one. Steamroll into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Internet connection is required for the optional hard hard drive disc attachment for the new PS5 Slim. A very interesting thing that you'll have to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess why are we are is it an internet connection to verify that it is like a genuine hard drive reader? Like as someone who repairs Apple phones for me. Like mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that you need that drivers, maybe. For, yeah. Like maybe drivers dri- or something for yeah. to add on. It, it's a little strange. And a lot of people will be like, why do I need that? There's a lot more than just goes into it. Uh, each disc of to get like hard disc copy game that you buy has like a number that goes through authorization so that they know it's not like a pirated copy, things right. like that. So, uh, just keep that in mind as to probably why you need an internet connection for it. But I do like to see that it's like an option that you can add to gaming consoles. Now I know we've known about this disc for a while, but the internet mm-hmm. definitely was like, why do I need internet for this? Mm-hmm. Kind of could potentially know. cause a problem years down the road if it's not supported anymore. And, yeah, and, and it's a retro console. Like, can you not use it anymore at that point? Or is this um, is this one of those things where they release it with that particular, um, I guess not a mulligan, but a, I guess some of us would call it shortcoming. But do they just fix that in a year mm-hmm. and a half with production and release one without it? Because you know that happens too. Well, like they'll drop it, and a bunch of people will buy it, and then they take in the feedback, and then they make a better one in like a year yeah. and a half or two years. You know. True. 
you know, disk drive pro. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the only person that's going to talk about this news, we do have a Kingdom Hearts Missing Link trailer. It Let's is go. a trailer for the iOS and mobile game that is Kingdom Hearts related. Um, coming out 2024. Uh, I signed up for the beta, even though I probably won't get picked for it. Uh, but Kingdom Hearts is alive and well. We haven't forgotten about Kingdom Hearts. It's been a while, but we haven't forgotten. Kind of have to brush they, up on the lore. They do it for you, Barry. You're the sole <laughs> reason. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, they make enough money off of me. I guess that's what <laughs> they will do. They're like, that guy over there, he'll buy whatever we put out. You're, so yep, let's let's you, keep it going. You put Kingdom Hearts name on it, you're you're going to get some money out <laughs> yeah. of me, that's for sure. It's true. So not, not the yeah. chair. Not the chair and not that chair. And not the chess thing. That's not yeah. chess. Let's make that clear. It's not chess. It yeah. is a... You thought about it, though, piece. didn't you? Yeah. Once I saw that price, no. <laughs> okay. You did. No. If it was like no. maybe... a, If it was like maybe $100, I'd think about <laughs> it. But the price that like... The, the Kingdom Hearts tax that comes with some of these products is nuts. But, yep. Um, nevertheless, I'll hand it off to you guys for whatever <laughs> right. other news stories you guys have. Um, I wanted to talk real about the Nintendo patent that everybody found this week. I thought this was interesting. Um, if I had to guess, I'm going to say this is not the Switch 2, but potentially what could be past the Switch 2. Um, something interesting. It kind of resembles a 2DS, if you remember that. The flat 2DS, big part about it being that for multiplayer purposes, the screens can detach from themselves so you can mm. play with multiple people on separate screens. And yeah. also it, it folds closed with the top part still being touch sensitive I, or maybe the bottom one or the other. Um, interesting kind of going back to a DS design for a potential yeah. new switch or whatever they decide to do. I think the detaching part is what interests me the most. But also, those hinges better be sturdy. Yes. Because those will break quick, taking them apart. Um, but I think it looks pretty cool. It's a cool idea. They're always trying to innovate on that kind of stuff, which I appreciate. Yeah. They should um, take some lessons from uh, Samsung with the Z Folds and all that and the Z Flip. They definitely learned about hinges real quick. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I think for the most part, I'm just excited that like I, I the, the the DS was a big part of my childhood gaming. Mm -hmm. And if they would come out with some better version of that, that, you know, plays the games better, plays on two separate screens, folds and everything like that. I'd love to see that. I think it I yeah. think it would be pretty cool. So, yeah, most definitely. Hopefully they decide to do that or something like it for all the issues we give Nintendo on slacking behind on processing power and graphics they're consistently on the forefront on uh coming up with new ideas so oh yeah I, I will give them that they're far ahead of microsoft and sony there um some spooky news because we needed some Spook. uh barbarian the movie barbarian is getting a game adaption what yeah um Go okay on. Uh, looks like by the people who have done like the Friday the 13th game. So it might be one of those type of games. Maybe um, I would be slightly interested if it's not that type of game, because I don't like those type of games. Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw. I just can't get into them. Um, so if it's like a normal story driven horror game, I would be interested. Yes. Um, but if it's not, eh, we'll see. I agree. 
I agree, because the best part about Barbarian was the tight spaces, tight corridor portion of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, besides the humor, Justin Long was hilarious in that. But um, yeah. but like you, know, you put that aside, it was all about like just the the catacomb like area uh, within slash beneath the house. So um, that's going to be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. Um, last thing I have here, because I didn't have a whole lot, but I do want to bring this up. Um, we're getting near the end of the year. We've had a lot of good games come out this year. And I'm not the only person I saw. I think Kotaku had an article as well about where does this year stand in the all-time greats for years of gaming? Because if we go back and look, there's a lot of big games that came out this year. Um, So I was thinking about it. And what I wanted to do is get your guys' impressions or what you think where it stands. I'm going to give you what is considered the top five years for gaming. Okay, cool. And and we'll see we'll see where these where you think this year lands, if it's in the top five at all. So number five, I'm gonna start on the bottom, 2013. Um, notable releases that year, GTA five, The Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite, Final Fantasy 14, Far Cry 3, Assassin's Creed 4. There was also the first Tomb Raider, like the reboot Tomb yeah. Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, was in there as well. We also got Metal Gear Rising Revengeance that year. Okay. Um, so that's 2013. Number four, 2001. Halo, Grand Theft Auto 3, Super Smash Melee, Metal Gear Solid 2, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy X. May I stop you? Yep. It is this, I, I, right now, just to keep like a track on things. Yeah. I, He's I, writing I it think- down. Yeah, no, I think this year is ahead of the first one, the first year you I said, agree. but I can't agree. I can't necessarily agree with this one. I'm still thinking about this, the second one. So. <laughs> All right. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Right now for me, it is above those two. But yet again, okay. like, oh, you, OK, it's interesting. Right, I, I will say, like, for me, it was like the last year was what, 2001 or 2002 is what you just yeah. said. 2001. Like I was I was six. Yeah. But if you think about that was the first Halo, that was the first open world Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, first Those devil may two, cry. First devil may cry. The huge follow up to Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Two. I mean, that's a good year. Um, and also Super Smash Bros. Melee. Like, uh, kill I'll it. Let you continue. Yeah. I'll let you All continue. Right. Uh, Number three, two thousand seven. Uh, we had that year. Portal, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, Halo Three, um, Rock Band, Super Mario Galaxy. Um, they have on here, and I agree, this is a big one. World of Warcraft Burning Crusade. That was a big expansion. Um, Team Fortress 2. Uh, and I think that is the majority. Hold on. That is, those are yeah, those are big games. Uh, the first, the first Mass games. Effect, the first okay. Uncharted, and the first Bioshock. And also Crisis oh that my year. God. That was a big year. Um Number two, this one hits close to home for me. 1998. Uh, All right. I already know. Here we go. Metal Gear Solid. Half-Life. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Fallout 2. Resident Evil 2. StarCraft. Um, What else we got? Tekken 3. Banjo-Kazooie. Pokemon. Yeah. Like Red Red Blue? Red Blue. Pokemon. <laughs> okay. 
that's a big year. Um, number one, and I do agree because 1998 was a big year. Number one, 2004. Halo 2, Half-Life 2, Metroid Prime 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, World of Warcraft, GTA San Andreas, Star Wars Knights of the Republic 2. And then I just want you to listen to this for a second. I'm going to name some games. You ready? Counter-Strike Source, Killzone, Ratchet & Clank, Up Your Arsenal, EverQuest 2, Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, Halo 2, Half-Life 2, Jack 3, Need for Speed Underground 2, Metroid Prime 2, Vampire the Masquerade, Spider-Man 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, World of Warcraft. All those games came out in November of 2004. Oh my god. Every single one of them. Broke Luckily, them, Burr. Yeah. Broke them. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Um, not to mention the other ones that didn't make the cut from that year. Ninja Gaiden, The Sims 2, Far Cry, uh, Katamari Damacy, Burnout 3, uh, and ESPN NFL 2K5, which is considerably one of the oh, best fuck. one of the best football games of all time. I don't, uh... So, I mean, hands down, 2004, I don't think will ever be touched. I don't. Now, if oh, I, no. I would say, me personally, I do think this year is in the top five. Yeah. I would too. Most I, definitely. I, just, I would put it third. I'm putting it behind yeah. 98 and 2004. Yeah. There's just too many games that I look back on this year that I'm like, man, there are some phenomenal games this year. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and and you know good. what? Like the interesting thing is, wow. Like those games that you were listing specifically in, in um, 04 and 98 have mm -hmm. essentially defined a lot of the mechanics that made this such a good year for in terms of 2023. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know, like I could see objectively if we actually overthought it or even thought a little bit more about it, maybe you could even sneak it in one, but like, I can't put it past those two at least. I, um, and when it, so it's third for me. It's, I think it's, me. I think it's better than 2001, which was Halo, yeah, Grand Theft Auto three, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy 10. I think we've had a better year than that because I think Final Fantasy 16 is better than 10. Personally, Agreed. if we're if we're matching them up, Ooh, let's have um, enough. Let's have that soon too. Let's have one of those rankings of Final Fantasy <laughs> ranking. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'd put it at probably four. I don't think it's better than 2007. Portal, Call of Duty yeah. 4, Halo 3, World of Warcraft, Rock Band, Mario Galaxy. That yeah, one's that's, yeah. that's, that's wild. Yeah. See, that's tough for me. And like, I don't know. I'm putting it in front of 2007. Okay. Was the first and year that Rock Band came out not also the same year that Guitar Hero 3? No. Came out as well? I okay, I was so. going to say like. They might have been a year apart of that. Halo 3. Yeah. Halo 2 was very big for me, but I think Halo 3 was even bigger because that was the yep. first time. You were really like you played Halo 2 on Xbox Live, but Halo 3, man, yeah. you yep. played it online. So that was a huge part of my Halo 3 was college for me, which makes me feel old. But yeah. Crazy. But regardless, people, I don't think people understand how good of a year we're having this year. Yeah, it's insane. And I in the beginning of the year, I, I really thought it was going to be a bad year. Yeah. <laughs> And it, little it did we know. Little did we know. But that's all little I got. I'll throw it to you over to you, Craig. 
I was just going to make some bad joke about Harry Potter being game of the year, but I can't get over that. I know. But like, we were so young then, you know, in February, we were, so young. You know, we were just like, you know, man, it's going to be hard to top this game. It's still a good game. Oh, yeah. It's still great. Still great. It's going to get buried though. It is. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, I wanted to maybe start off with uh, Friday Night at Freddy's setting a yep. benchmark over the weekend. So, uh, 78 million in the North America box office, 130 million globally, making That's it the second, yeah, the second highest grossing or successful video game adaptation in the first three days or the first weekend of its release, obviously behind Super Mario. Yeah, keep in uh, mind, this was also out yeah, on Peacock as correct. well, same day. Yeah. So yeah, they that's a, yeah, probably missed ahead. out on a lot of money. That's they all. did. No, Barry, you're that's like a fantastic mm -hmm. point. And I, I wanted to bring it up because that was actually where I was transitioning to. It's like I don't know. Friday night Friday night at Freddy's is not for me. Five However, night at Freddy's. Five night Friday. You don't night. have to add the Friday. <laughs> five night. Freddy, Freddy Cougar's night at five five guys is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But I think that I have slept as maybe some other people did on the fan base that surrounds that game yeah. because somebody's going to that. And like, I understand and somebody, I understand that like, you know, it's a, it's a movie that comes out days before Halloween. It's definitely one that you could take your, like at least depending on the parent that you are, like that you consider yourself, you could take your kids to um, and how old your kids are more, more so. But um, I don't know. I thought, I thought that it had a fan base, but I was quite surprised at the amount of money it made in the first three days in the box office. I don't know if that stunned either of you. Um, no, because I have a kid. And that was such a big part of like her first entrance into like scary games yeah. was Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, if I didn't have a kid, I probably would not have even had this on my radar. But she's been talking about it for over a year. So the fandom's out there. Are we talking about scary Roblox popularity? Like the scary kind of. version of Roblox? For, kind of, yeah. In terms of kids? Okay. I mean, I've played the games, a bunch of them. Um, they're fine. I don't think they're terrible games. I just, they're not really like my favorite choice of game if I'm going to play a horror game. They're fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for them. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if Craig's going to announce it in his movies that he's watched. I am. Over the weekend. <laughs> Perfect. I, I need the four one one when you do that. Where mm -hmm. did you did you go to the theater or did you no. peacock it? She, my daughter wanted to go. I told her there's no reason we need to go if it's streaming at home. Like I refuse That's to fair. pay for a movie I can watch at home for free. <laughs> especially day of. Especially yeah. day of. Yeah, like, there's no reason. They did hurt themselves there. I don't know how much money they got from Peacock. Hopefully it's enough, but I, apparently. People still went to the theater to see it. I mean, it's kind of like Taylor Swift, right? It's your chance to dress up like one of the animatronics and go to the movie theater, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then the only other one I had was uh, the G uh, GTA 6 leak, mm -hmm. um, suggesting that the game is coming to Switch or to be supported on Switch. Better not. Yeah. Now um, we know why it's taking so long. Because yeah. they have to figure yes. out how to make the switch not blow up instantly when we put it into the card put the cartridge into the system. Yeah. And so like 
I was surprised because currently it's still like the leak. It, it's still unknown if it's coming to PC or not. I know we normally have to wait after the console to have a PC port. Yep. But suggesting, or at least the rumor mill stating that it's going to be supported by Switch is is pretty funny to me. I don't know. Like, by the time it comes out, you know, who knows where the Switch technology will be by that point. That's also something to take note of. Um, also, Netflix wants to put their hand in that game as well on, on their gaming platform. GTA 6 on the Netflix gaming platform. Um which is an interesting move. I guess not really when you think of what Netflix puts out in terms of movies. They don't care about our... They, they, they put everything out. You know, there's things, there's things for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny to see it maybe have that, that, switch, that switch availability when it releases. I hope uh, not. I don't need a dumb down for the Switch. Sorry, Nintendo fans. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give it I to him a couple years down the road, go for it. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Do, do the Harry Potter thing, release it, and then promise <laughs> that the Switch one is coming out in like less than a year that, and then delay That's it. this month. That's November. It is. November oh, is November. supposed to be coming out. Yeah. Those two people waiting to play it on Switch are super happy. One of them is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought yeah. I thought you got her a system or to play it or something. Yeah, yeah, she does have a PS5 to play it on. Okay. Um, but it's it's just also a matter of like she she plays on the Switch more. Okay. So, um, and maybe I, she's also familiar with the control system. Like I can't tell you how many times she's called me and be like, "Hey, I I gotta figure out how to do this spell thing," and it's like, "Okay, I'll I'll try to help you." I wonder if you'll be able to do the spells with your Joy-Con. Oh, that, oh, that would see, be a good see that that'd be the next. That's the next thing. That's the yeah, biggest game thing. Changing. I don't know if they're gonna just straight port it over. If they're gonna think of something like that, but that would be cool because you do it anyway in the game. You have to trace it. Like, let me just. Yeah, that'd be oh. cool. Also, shout out to Barry's mom because I've gotten <laughs> lots of calls from my parents for different reasons. It's never been for help in a video game, no. and I kind of, I kind of, I kind of wish I would get a call randomly. I would take <laughs> that call, mom, dad, if you're listening. <laughs> All right, let's get into games this week then. Speaking of parents and gaming, um, <laughs> for for me, uh, it's Spider-Man 2. I've put the hours into Spider-Man 2 this week. I'm almost done it. I'll probably done with it, uh, be done with it in a day or two here. But these will be my full impressions with no spoilers, of course. Um, I put, I'm almost done with Super Mario Wonder. Uh, I'm okay. getting there. And Barry and I, we... We talked real quick before we started recording, but my eyeballs hurt, but I did finish Alan Wake too. I got it what? done. I got it done. My eyes hurt, but I did it. <laughs> Craig. And I have thoughts I... on that. How Keep long is that game? Yeah. Like 25-ish. He pulled one of those, like, what I did with The Last of Us 2 <laughs> and God of War Ragnarok. Like, yep. you just sit in the couch Listen, for, for days. That, Your I did body it with hurts. The... Yep, I did it with the first Alan Wake. Uh, now that game was shorter. I think that game's like ten to fifteen. But I beat Alan Wake in two days when that came out, um, and I was like determined. I put Spider Man to the side. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know what? It came out. What, what was that Friday? Yeah. And I was like, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna get this thing done because there's too many other games. But I really want to play Alan Wake. But I have a lot of thoughts on that. All right. Well, I. 
got my 19 inches. <laughs> I, I beat Spider-Man 2 uh, okay. days ago. Um, so I can give a non-spoiler, and then when we do the full spoiler one, I would love spoiler uh, talk on it. And I embarrassingly, in reference to Craig, only have three hours into Alan Wake 2. So I can give I, a, I can give three hours of take. I plan on putting all my effort into beating Spider-Man this week now. Hopefully. You know, this week shows a lot of like congruency on the podcast here because <laughs> Craig's still in the beginning. I'm toward the end. You're finished, Spider-Man. I haven't mm-hmm. started Alan Wake to plan on it uh, yeah. after beating one. We have Craig who's in the middle of Alan Wake 2. And then the He's other not Craig even in the middle. Finished. He's at the beginning. Okay, yeah. well, I'm just uh, look, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to it's all it's all. all <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are. It's, it is cool, though. Yeah, I had to make uh, that decision and I decided to sacrifice Spider-Man. So it's fine. Hopefully it was worth it. We're going to find out here in a second. Do you want to talk about it or do you want us to talk about Spider-Man first? I don't care. Whatever you guys want to do. I am curious what you guys think about Spider-Man because. All right. Everybody's saying game of the year, right? Yeah. So here we'll talk about Spider-Man here. Uh, of So here's the thing. I am a very emotional person. You make me <laughs> sure. cry during a yep. video game um, yep. or a movie. I'm probably going to rate it high on my list. Um there is a side side uh, mission with Miles Morales in yes. this game. I started tearing up. Me too. I um, put it on my moments of the year. I we talking about was, the old guy. Same, same. No, I'm not talking about the oh, old guy. You can see, do that. You can do that with either of okay. those two. But okay. there's there's two old men. Just so okay. you know, there's two. There's a second. Okay. Old man, well, the yes, first one got me. Very good. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, I absolutely agree with those. Those are really good moments and they're really, um, they're really sweet too, but it's a particular side quest mission, uh, that reminded me so much of my childhood and me and my mom's relationship. Like I started tearing up and, and my roommate's like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Why, (laughs) why is this of all things making you, making you tear up? Um, regardless, uh, Spider-Man two is definitely it. It is the closest thing I've ever gotten in a Spider-Man game to Spider-Man 2 on PS2. Like, I still have fond memories of swinging around in Spider-Man 2 for the fun of it and just beating up on crimes randomly because they showed up. This game is more fun to swing than ever before. It is... There's more stuff to do than ever before. What what I really like about what Spider-Man 2 does this year is... It tells its story at its pace and gives you its side quests at its own pace. It's not like in, uh, let's say, for example, Assassin's Creed games with Odyssey and Valhalla, where in the first five minutes you're bombarded with at least 60 to 80 hours of side quests. Yep. You start off slow. There are a couple beginner ones. You could get through them all before getting to another one and then go to another one. It's really all how you want to tackle the game, and I love that steady progression of more stuff to do instead of throwing it all at you at once. Um, like when it comes to combat, I'll completely admit it is a lot of the same there. The parry mechanic I use sometimes I use it when I absolutely have to, I find myself more panic dodging, uh, (laughs) a lot of the times and not doing the parry just because I see the yellow and then it takes my brain a second to realize, Oh, this is a parry, not a, not a, dodge and get out of the way so you end up getting hit um i die more in this game than in other spider-man games that's for sure Uh, a little bit harder and enemy variety gets really insane toward the end game which i really enjoy 
Yep. Uh, <laughs> I will. I'll let you talk. Uh, I'll let you, Craig, talk about it. I won't take all the talking points here. I, I know you're good. No. Sometimes. No, no, you're good. It's like you said a lot of a, a lot of things that were on my mind and and what I was thinking. Uh, enemy variety and difficulty was very interesting as you progress the game. And that's something that I kind of really liked. Um, the story, I think, went at a nice pace. I think Spider-Man's side quest did what Final Fantasy 16 kind of did, but more successfully with the content of said side quest. Because like in 16, you would finish a mission, then a couple would be available, except for the end. We all know that game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the hour and a half of side missions to close things out. But there's a, a nice progression where you don't feel inundated with anything at, at all. Like you don't feel inundated with crimes. You don't feel inundated with collectibles. You don't feel inundated with side quests. You got a nice 40 minute break. The game even like throws stuff at you like, hey, maybe I should just see if anybody needs help before Mary Jane calls me back. And they're like, go do it real quick. You know, and then you'll get like a phone call with the next main mission in like five minutes to 10 minutes of gameplay. Um, the mobility is amazing. It just kind of ups it. What I like that they do is they keep introducing new abilities throughout the game. And like when you think they're going to stop, they keep doing it. And they kind of integrate it into the story, I think, in an organic way. Um, it gets crazy. And um, it's it's just kind of nice. Um, I can't wait till we talk about the spoiler or to have the spoiler point because there's definitely some lore slash comic things that I think you guys may know a little bit more than me. Um, so we could talk about how they introduced it into this game. Um, this is my first real experience with Craven. Or remembering. I don't remember Craven's presence a lot in the animated series that I saw. I don't think and he was I, in it very much, was he? I don't believe I don't so, no. Yeah. I don't know. This is a new guy to me. And um, it's not a spoiler. Everybody knows he's in it. If you've watched the the trailer, the upon trailers that they showed prior to the game. But like I like his presence throughout the game. And um I don't know. It's just from the moment from from the beginning moments until the very end, I felt like I was entertained, engrossed, and committed to both of them, to Miles and to Peter. Both of their struggles, what they were able to get over, um, and the people involved in their lives. Gangi, you know, like uh, Mary Jane, just everybody who's kind of around them and kind of like living it with them just without superpowers. So... The other thing that I think this game does that I'll say, um, I think this game represents New York pretty well. Now, for the people who live in NYC or spent some years in NYC, I'm not talking about like blueprint wise. I'm talking about the look and feel. And a lot of my childhood was in New York City, specifically Queens, um, uh, where, where I went frequently for Thanksgiving and Christmases and things like that. So it was really kind of interesting to see their adaptation of Queens. But um I think that they did a good job kind of making it feel like a city that you're protecting and that it had a heartbeat. And it's uh, it's something that I think they were able to, to, to really execute, which made you f play more. I couldn't put that thing down. Um, my wife couldn't put it down. Um, so 
I think it's a fantastic game. Combat is fine. Like you were saying, Barry, there's definitely a lot of things that they brought from the other games that were, were that were that were successful. And then they kind of just up the ante in certain aspects as they need to. I was I was completely okay with the combat. I never felt like I was ever too powerful for really anything I was fighting. Um, which I think is not a Souls-like aspect, but it felt like if you could just if we were making a dish and they were adding different spices and stuff, it's almost kind of like they maybe like knocked a spice and it spilled some into the of, of like <laughs> Souls-like. Because I mean, there were some tough things, man. And yeah. I, I don't think any of us are amateur gamers. So like <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a really good adaptation. I see why it's on people's game of the year list. It is on mine. I'm still just moving it around <laughs> in the fives and the things tens. Will, yeah, things will start to form here in November. So, you know, be. from from the amount that I've played, because I probably played like maybe five ish hours so far. I you guys are talking about like the side quests and stuff. I feel like from what I've played so far, it'll be like, here's the main mission. And on my way, I get distracted by like 15 things consistently um, and not in a bad way. But like, I'm like, all right, I'm swinging. I'm like, oh, there's a piece of uh, Sandman's thing I got to go get. Let me go get that real quick since it's right here. Oh, there's a crime. Uh, oh, there's a there's a prowler thing. Let me go do that real quick since I'm miles. Uh, let me go take this photograph real quick. Like, I don't know. There's a point where I was just like I have to stop and start doing these main missions because i just it was a little not overwhelming but i was just like constantly getting distracted every time i fly through somewhere um and obviously once you clear them out there's going to be less of them but i was almost at the beginning like a little overwhelmed what i'll tell you is that there's plenty of time um yeah. there's definitely plenty of time they tried it they introduced more side quests but at a nice rhythm i think okay. i think understanding that you're trying to get them done slowly Mm-hmm. you know throughout the course of the game um it took me 28 hours to do everything okay. um and that includes the main side missions that they provide unlock all the suits i'm going to also tell you there's going to be a certain point mid to end game where you're going to be so far up the skill tree that you're just going to let crimes happen and not stop all of them like <laughs> like yeah that's what yes. <laughs> like that's what yeah, I, you don't I'm, need me anymore <laughs> I'm swinging past crimes. I'm talking about crimes within like less than a kilometer of like the actual main mission I'm swinging to. Like, I'm just like, all right, just be safe. Just be safe down there. Like, you'll, yeah, you'll start. I, I, I will say that the crimes do have a way of being close to like a spider bot that you may be trying to find. And those things can be very difficult mm. considering that you have to be close to them in order for them to start pinging. It's not like an icon on the map. So, yeah. Doing doing those crimes, I feel like they reward you enough to where it's I'm doing a crime. I'm having trouble finding the spider bot. A crime eventually populates near it. And if you as long as you're listening for it and see it, it'll help you. So I feel like everything kind of rolls into one another. And what I'll tell you, Craig, is the beginning of the game. I started out always doing like side quests first and then doing stuff later. There is a point where the story for me got engrossing enough where I'm just story, story, story. Yeah. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Um, in a way, and once we once we all finish it and do the spoiler cast on it, I I don't know if it's a decision I'm going to regret or if it's a decision that 
uh, maybe Insomniac, I really, like, warned you before you get too far into the story. Um, yeah. I do know I, that there's a point they tell you, right? That, like, hey, from this point on, you're not going to be able is. to go back. So there you're going to want to do stuff then. And I don't hate the side stuff. Like, it takes, like, a minute to do some yeah, of the side yeah. stuff. I do Literally. think, like, I did the... um like there's a side mission with miles school, right? There's like three or four missions there. Um, Mm -hmm. that was a little long for me, but it was interesting. Like, I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. And then he gets the last mission and it's like, Hey, swing around and take pictures, but they don't tell you where to take the pictures. And I was swinging a little bit. I was swinging around for like 15 minutes. Be like, where (laughs) like that stuff. I'm like, okay, I get it. Um, some of it, like, I haven't had anything where I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I've enjoyed all the side stuff. I think they're entertaining. Um, and they don't overstay their welcome except for that photo section. Um, so it's not that like that was the terrible. only one I ever got annoyed with, too. Yeah. So I agree with you. That was. That yeah. was. And like yeah. getting the like the pieces of Sandman, that takes like a minute. You just clear them out and you're on your way. So I don't hate it. It's just I'm just constantly getting distracted. I'm like, oh my God, just I just want to go. <laughs> but my yeah. brain won't let me. There is um one I'll say, and like I agree with the both of you on that. Finding that esports picture, like it was oh annoying as hell. For, like, dr- for me, it was Drone Club. Yep. I had such a hard time finding the Drone Club. Yep. Yeah, I was like, they're outside, right? It's a Drone Club, <laughs> yeah. and no hints. Like they give you no hints. Oh my god. Um, but the last the last thing I'll say, and one is just a suggestion, is just make sure. Like for me, um, there was a big um one of the ones that I was worried about finishing because I thought that I like missed a step or that I went too far in the game is um, make sure to finish the flame one because there's not a lot of those. Yeah. And it's freaking. Did you already finish it, Barry? I did. Yes. Uh, it, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty rewarding for, for yeah. what you do that. Yeah, okay. So, but um, I don't know. They, they they do throw that mile one that mile school one in there and it's definitely pretty needy of a side yeah, quest. It really is. It is <laughs> but there isn't a lot of them. Luckily, yeah, luckily it's isn't. just getting those done and you're good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Spider Man Two. We uh, both of us love it. I have a feeling Craig will love it as well. Oh, I love and, what I've played and, so far. And, for and sure. it is it is definitely firmly like I've already t- like if anything is to go by previous what what happens on the podcast here makes me cry it's number one we'll see uh you know Encanto made me cry number one this game <laughs> probably you know will be up there as well so yeah. yeah if i may say one last thing insomniac are incredible they are they tell a damn good story and yep. once hearing that they essentially were finishing spider-man 2 and that it's just essentially them going to wolverine to like continue the production on that game i can't imagine what the wolverine yep. game is going to be like because you can't same universe you just, yeah, and you can say a lot of things about Insomniac. You can't say too many negative things about Insomniac because they put out a good product, but like they they story it up, man. And yeah, it's it. I can't wait to see what they do with Wolverine. So, yeah, like how what's mobility look like for Wolverine? Motorcycle. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it'd be it'd have to be like GTA six, like a GTA yeah, yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, almost. yeah, it would uh, unless they put it in a smaller area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like more densely populated, where you don't need to be moving around as fast, but. Coming from Spider-Man, we're all going to be like, all right, how are we getting around this world you're making? And it's yeah, Wolverine. Right. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm sure they'll think of something cool. I'm excited for yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. 
like, I don't know if we're getting X-Force Wolverine or what, but any Wolverine. Let's go. I'll, t- I'll take any Wolverine, honestly. But speaking of supernatural beings. Yeah. Alan Wake. First of all, let me just say this, too. Um, I hope people don't forget about Super Mario Wonder because that's one of the best 2D Mario games I've ever played. And uh, I feel like it's going to get lost. I'm trying to keep it in my mind when it comes top 10 end of the year. I don't know if it's going to make it in there, but like they do some crazy stuff with some of those levels that I did not see coming with the flowers and changing the levels. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Um, I just hopefully people don't forget about that game. It's not going to get nominated for game of the year anywhere, but I think it deserves to get mentioned at least. Um, Alan Wake 2. I I was writing down stuff the whole time I was playing because I didn't want to forget things. Um, I will say this about Alan Wake. I played about 25 hours. There's quite a few things I didn't collect or do all of um, because I was like, I could, but then I'd be at like 35 and maybe there is no new game plus yet. They said it's coming. So maybe that's a new game plus thing for me to go back through. Um, I will say Alan Wake 2. Everybody knows Alan Wake is like one of my favorite games of all time. For sure. Right. So I have high expectations. Alan Wake 2 is is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. There it is. There it is, folks. We now have it. We have it. Ever. Um, Here's the thing. The first thing I can suggest is. If you're going to play this game, you don't have to, but I highly recommend not only do you play the original Alan Wake, but you also play Control. Um, because mm. they are so heavily intertwined in this game that you could play this game and be fine. But there's the amount of times I've played the, like playing this game where I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they're just pulling all this stuff into a single universe is insane. Um, it's not there's no direct ties to their other games, which would be like Max Payne and uh, Quantum Break. I thought but there was a connection. There is a quantum. Oh, okay. Um, what they uh, what they've done is the the actor who was the main character in Quantum Break is in the game. He's just a different oh, character. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and obviously okay. the the actor for Max Payne is also in uh, this game as well, but he's not Max Payne. He's a different character. Um, but Control um, is a hundred percent involved in this game. It's heavily mentioned, and uh, there's a big correlation between the two. There's characters from Control that are directly in this game. Um, and vice versa. They kind of, you'll play this game and you're like, oh my God, I remember that from Control. That's what that meant. Crazy. A um, couple of things. I lost count how many times playing this game that I could not tell if it was real or uh, if I was looking at a CGI character or a real character. So many times. I'm just like, oh my God. The way they they layer like uh, FMVs in the game as you're playing or seamlessly go from uh like a character CGI character and switch to the actual actor and then back. And you're just like, I can't even tell anymore. The lighting I was like, I can't tell. Um, you have Alan Wake and the other character saga. Um, both have the ability to press. You press like the select button for saga. You go to her mind place. Um, for, mind place. for Alan Wake, you're going to hit the writer's room, but it's a separate area that is instantaneous when you hit that button you're boom you're there and you do a lot of work in there with saga since she's a fbi agent you're going in there and you're taking all the information that you've gathered in the world all the facts and you're going to your board and you're pinning it with red lines to figure out what's going on um so you just have like 
probably 10 different boards you're working on and you're taking evidence and being like, boom, this connects here, this connects here, this connects here. And it all works flawlessly. Um, to me, that was the coolest thing. I don't know how they did it, um, how they seamlessly combine the two. So it's instantaneous, no load screens, but it's insane. Um, I've also never had a game from the time I start to the game to the time I end the game, have me on that consistent, uneasy edge that does not stop the whole time you're playing it. It's just a very weird, is something going to get me feeling that literally never goes away, ever, the whole game. Um, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I need a break. It's But it's it's done very well. Um, I The story, to me, I love the story. I think people are going to be, some people might say it's a little confusing, and it is. The first Alan Wake was confusing. But when you've played a bunch of Remedy games and you know their style, it all makes sense. When you get to the end, it's all going to wrap itself around. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, I did not see that coming. Like my mind has been twisted like 18 different ways playing this game because you think you know what's going on. And then they twist it and then it goes a different way. And then you think you have that figured out and then it goes this way. It's wild. Um, there's some moments in here. I have two two moments that I have for moment of the year specifically from this game. I don't want to sure. give anything away, but one is like out of control. Like you don't see it coming. It's not scary, but like I was just like, what are they doing? And then it starts and I was like, no way. The other one was. Uh, um, I don't want to say it's not to the level of like the baby in Resident Evil 8, but it's close. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> um, and, and it kind of like. Not like I won't give anything away, but um, there is a Cynthia is her name. And the, when you get to a certain point in the game, you're looking for Cynthia. Um, she's an older lady and you're trying to find her. Um, and it has to do with like continuously looking for the Cynthia culminates in a boss battle. But it's just the most uneasy. I don't want to go there. Feelings. Same thing we had with the baby. Resolutely. You're just like, I don't want to go in there. Please don't make me go in there. Craig, <laughs> yeah. Craig, I, I need you to tell me 100% that that's true because I remember that baby part <laughs> and that was it's, such an uneasy feeling. Oh, yeah. This whole game makes me feel uneasy. And like, but the thing is, is like, this game is not Resident Evil. It's not. Like, Alan Wake has never been Resident Evil. It's been atmosphere, um, walking through the woods in the dark. It's the same thing with the first Alan Wake. You're going to see the shadow people. You're going to hit them with your flashlight to break the shadow. Then you're going to shoot them in the face with your gun. That's it, right? But it's just a matter of like how good the woods look and you're walking through the woods and you're like, yeah. I think there might be a shadow over there. But um, you have Saga's side where she's in uh, Bright Brightness Falls, which is where the first Alan Wake took place. And then you also play as Alan Wake, who is in the... Uh, you could call it the upside down if you want, but he's in his own little prison that looks like New York city. Um, and everywhere he goes walking around New York city, there's shadows everywhere. Not all of them are going to attack you, but they're everywhere and you may not see them. Um, but you'll be walking and, and, uh, you'll know they're there. Cause you'll hear a real quiet. Like if they're near you here, like, and you're like, ah, stop. <laughs> Please stop. Um, but they're everywhere. Uh, but to me, the way they combine the two worlds 
and the fact that you can switch between the two whenever you want. Um, you can play the missions, missions, chapters in whatever order you want to play them through. If you want to go through and play all the Alan Wake ones until you can't anymore, go for it. If you want to do one and switch back, you can. But what happens is you'll see something at the end of a chapter and then you'll play the other half of it and you'll be like, I remember this part, but now I'm seeing the other side of it. Super cool. Um, they just do so many things that I don't know how they do it, but it works. Uh, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible game. It's another one that like, it's hard to talk about it until other people have played it because you can't really describe it. And I don't want to ruin anything because there's so many cool moments. Um, there's just so much going on. Barry, I think you'll be fine. Honestly, I think I, you, I think I will be, too. Yeah, um, you just have to you have to accept the uneasy feeling that it's always going to be there. <clears throat> Um, they don't do, they're not big on jump scares. Um, they do, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a, uh, like a quick flash of white light that they like to use a lot. That'll be like, and jump, and you know, and that's their equivalent of a jump scare. Um, but they're not a resident evil, like, ah, something's coming. It's just like a, is there something in there? Maybe. I don't know. I don't really want to go in there, but I have to. It's that feeling. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely incredible. I think it's better than the first one, which I never thought I would say. It's probably top 10, if not top five all time for me. Uh, all time. All time. Yeah. Craig's, all Craig's time. eating good this year. Craig is eating. Craig is I know eating I have good. been, right? I've had a couple of top 10 all times this year, have I not? Yeah, um, yeah. you have. You yeah, have. He's good. Yeah. So, I mean, Barry, you could go right to this if you want. I would recommend playing through Alan Wake and Control. I, you mentioned that, and I really do need to just like, for the sake of it, like play through Control at least. Control is um, great. great. Control is great. Yeah. Cause like, I know I, I know I got through like a couple hours of Control and then I stopped. So I'll be, mm -hmm. I'll be restarting that from the beginning. Um, and then I've I've been interested in Alan Wake for a while to hear that it is a shorter experience is nice, and yeah. I am excited to jump in, yeah. To um, yep. Uh, to Alan Wake too. It's just funny how like my mind is like, man, I gotta play Control. Mm -hmm. When do I have time to play Control? <laughs> is now my I mean my Achilles first Alan Wake's probably ten to fifteen. Control's probably what twenty. Yeah, something like that. If you don't do all the DLC, which you don't need to, if you don't want to, the DLC though is the stuff that ties into Alan Wake. Yeah, but and well, I have the enhanced edition, so yeah. why wouldn't I? Yeah. So if you're yeah. doing that, you might be looking at like 30, 35 for control. Which, I, uh, looks, it just time, time to go up. back to not having a life. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, I had to just mention because I think you'll find it comedic, Craig, because of mm -hmm. where you are in terms of beating the game. Um, I am still at the first boss. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared for the level of what I consider difficulty at the beginning of the game. It's tough. Um, just because I'm not Alan waked yet. I'm when I say Alan waked, I'm not flashlight shot prepared. <laughs> yep. So I got to get that rhythm down. Yep. You know, that almost double Dutch rhythm because he gave me, I think he killed me twice last night. And that's when I, that was after three hours. I was loving the game. And I'm like, you know what? This is the universe yep. telling me to stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, it can be tough. But yeah. And um, it was fun walking around. I, I had the feeling of uneasiness because you still have the safe moment. 
right um in the beginning because they're still telling the story but like right before the boss that uneasy feeling just to put a correlation is the feeling that i kind of had when i was playing control yeah control is all atmosphere and the fact that you're walking in those office hallways and you got people that are like levitating yeah floating (laughs) and you don't know what's next down the next corridor it's the same kind of deal that i think that that remedy does really well mm-hmm. but the mind place is fantastic i have not done any alan wake part yet so it's kind of nice that you could switch between them yep. um but the mind place is dope i enjoyed yeah. my stay i wanted to go back after i left it actually yeah. breaks up the the tension too so you could just kind of like just for a second say, well, let me put all these things together. And there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of content for you to put together out the gate randomly though. And Barry, when you started, please tell me you concur on this. They throw like 80 trophies at you in the beginning. (laughs) You were just, I was just living my life. It was like, you started the game trophy. (laughs) And it was like, you walked down the road trophy. It was just like, (laughs) I have 11 trophies and I played the game for three hours. And it's not even a, it doesn't even feel like a significant chunk of the beginning that I've played. And so. <laughs> fair warning for everybody playing it. If you get to a moment where like, you're always gonna have those moments where you're like, ah, and you're like, you need a, a minute to compose yourself. You can press select or back and go to the mind place, but that doesn't stop what's happening in the other world. So they will still attack you. So <laughs> nice. just, just pause it yeah. if you need to. Cause I did that and I was like, oh, I'm still getting hit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, don't do that. Just pause the game. Cause that actually does stop everything. Okay, so don't good. go into the, the mind place until you're in a safe spot or under a light, um, or something like that in a safe house. It'd be tip. funny. It's funny to me that you probably were just like going to the mind place. You're adding up dots and then <laughs> it's you realize, oh hit. crap, I'm getting hit. I'm getting attacked. What's going on? <laughs> but the but mind yeah, place is so fortified. It doesn't yeah. even break you out of and it. And it's such a different way different part of the game you're so used to like flashlight shooting um flare throw the flare down shoot and then it's like all right now go do this puzzle with uh facts from the case and make them all line up it's like it's a nice break it really is and then go and have like these conversations in your mind to get you more facts it's just it's great absolutely incredible and and lastly rewarding puzzles with rewarding rewarding rewards is what i was going to say there was a puzzle i found in a house and i had so much fun doing it i had so much fun doing it there was a locked thing outside and i needed the house to show me the clues to get it i got something great when i opened it it was those those cases are everywhere in the world there's tons of them and they'll range from like go find a key to uh if a car has four wheels and a motorcycle has two and the automobile place has 400 cars. How many motorcycles are there? And that's the combination. It's like that kind of stuff. I like that. Like, I like that. I'm not in high school anymore. Stop giving me math equations. But yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Go play it. Definitely play it. Definitely I have strong should. first impressions. I have strong first impressions. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So then let's get into movies and TV shows this week. Uh, for me, it is HBO Max's Survivor Rain with six episodes out right now. Survivor Rain? I don't even know what that is. Um, just wait. Just wait okay. till I get into it. All right. I, I watched the uh, Friday Nights at Freddy's, Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> movie. <laughs> and I also watched, since it's spooky month, uh, Exor- The Exorcist Believer. 
I can't wait for your take on both of those, uh, especially five guys at Friday night. Freddy's. I was wondering, like, OK, is he going to say it right this time? Is it wrong? Uh, he's doing it on purpose now. I'm going to purposely say it wrong for the rest of my life. Oh my five God. guys and Freddy at night. I don't know. Um, I um, I didn't get a lot done because of Spider-Man. Um, if if you want my take on Zom 100, because I caught up on that and I know there's still only one episode left, but like that would be the only thing that I can contribute that's actually new would be Zom 100 catching up on those episodes. We'll wait till Zom 100 is done just because of all okay. the delays that have been going on. It's nuts with Most that definitely. series, how, how mm-hmm. many delays it's gone through. Okay. All right. Take it away, guys. Yeah. What is this show you're talking about? All right. Uh, HBO Survivor Rain. Uh, Survivor never before Rain. have I just like Rain. gone on to like a streaming show like HBO Max and just went, oh, this looks cool. I'll watch it. I have never been so enamored by a sci-fi <laughs> world in my life. Okay. I, it's one of those analogies where it's like I'm watching a train wreck, and, and, and this is also a bad analogy, but just let me hear me out. It's like watching a train wreck. Like, you just can't look away, but it's not bad like a train wreck. It is – this is a sci-fi world where, like – you question everything that's going on. Like I am discovering more about the world. Um, if I have to make a comparison, I'd make it to raised by wolves kind of like where that series is constantly having you like second guess what's going on or what's happening. Um, survivor rain has six episodes out 30 minutes. Trust me, you can breeze right through it. Um, it is by far one of the most enamoring sci-fi worlds I've ever I've ever witnessed. Um, adult animated as well. It, it what it is is uh, Demeter, it, a, a ship called the Demeter, which is in charge of uh, transporting cargo and also um, starting a new life, gets into a huge accident. Um, and it's the survivors are on the planet they were supposed to land on without all of their gear. So it jumps you right into it uh, within the first 15 seconds of watching the show. You know exactly like what's going on and what to expect from these characters. I just think honestly, like it's, it's the world that I'm enamored by, but also these characters that you continue to learn more about as we go on. Um, it is, I don't want to spoil it for people because part of this show is the accidental like portion of it where it's learning about what's going on in the world, how it's changing everybody and how they learn to adapt to the world. Like you think one thing's coming and then it's this from far left of right field situation that you never like saw coming. Like it keeps me guessing which is rare in today's kind of world of showbiz where you can kind of see where what's coming on and what's going to happen. I can't guess what happens in this show next. I can't. Um, and I think that's also why I'm so enamored by it. Um, I, I can't recommend it enough. If you're a sci-fi fan, um, it is, especially after the last episode, it, it uh, I just, I have no idea. It's like I've got no idea what's going on, and I just need to I need to know more. It piques my curiosity to no extent. I'm trying to find it. Is this it? Yes, that is. Yep. Scavengers okay. Rain? 
Sca- oh wait, Scavenger's Rain? That's why I oh, couldn't find it. No, this says oh, Scavenger's Rain. Come on. Oh man. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I looked at this. Oh darn it. Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. it's Scavenger's Well, no, that's good because I was like, this looks interesting. I hope this is what it is. Yeah, it's Scavenger's Rain. My apologies, everyone. I'm gonna check and that I'm out just, for sure. I'm I'm sorry to who with the creators here. Um <laughs> I should I should have known better. And this is um but it's it's just like there are some voice casts in here that people I think will recognize. Like Bob Stevenson is in this, and I recognize mm. him from other things. Yeah. Um it is Yeah, no, I, I can't I can't express enough how it, it's one of these things where it's so random. Like there is one clip from the first episode that kind of went viral on TikTok. Um, that happens within the first three minutes of the episode. And I think you're going to know within the first 10 minutes, if you're going to like this uh, series okay. or not, okay. but uh, I can't, I can't recommend it enough because of how, how interested I am in it. I'm going to check it out for sure. It looks interesting. Could this be my new animated show? It's very easy to watch. It is so easy. It's like only 24 minutes an episode with six episodes out right now coming out weekly. Uh, I can't I can't recommend it. And what's what's the name one more time? Scavengers Rain, not Survivor. Scavengers Scavengers Rain. Scavengers (laughs) Rain. It is Scavengers Rain. Scavengers Rain, everybody. I hope they I hope they win an award for this. I haven't been this enamored like since raised by wolves have i not like raised by wolves kept me guessing because again it's a really good sci-fi world uh wherein it but that's been canceled and i haven't seen it in a while whereas this has peaked that same sort of like a like give me more kind of feel for me fair scavengers rain watch it scavengers rain scavengers rains um Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm going to say it correctly. <laughs> this one. Uh, so I was trying to watch it objectively. One, as somebody who knows, I guess, minimal, the the bare minimum to get by on Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, if you'd ask my daughter, the movie's great. Um, if I'm objectively looking at it as just a straight horror movie, I would say it's eh, it's all right. Um okay. I think it's more tied to like if you are in that world and you're a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's, you're going to be like, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, my God, look at that. Look, that's from the game. And like I saw some of that stuff in there that I could recognize. Be like, oh, there's the control room. There's the the monitors Oh, He's got the door open. He should probably shut that and also watch the vent like that kind of stuff's in there. Um, but I think looking at it objectively is just a straight horror movie. I've seen better. Um, the acting's. Eh. Uh, and like it's a PG-13 horror movie, so you're not going to see a whole lot. Um, I did see a girl get uh, cut in half that I was not expecting Sick. that in a, a PG-13 movie, but I did see that. Um, it's definitely you could tell that they're like because it's I believe it's Blumhouse. Um, you could tell they were like, we need to make a horror movie that horror people will like but also appeals to all the younger generation who love five nights at freddy's and i think looking at it that way i think they did a pretty good job they're set up to make a whole bunch of these if they want to um and i'm sure they will because it seems like they're just printing money at this point um yeah but i mean if if you're asking me i would rather watch willie's wonderland with nick cage because i've 
love that movie to death. Um, and I think that's a better horror movie with animatronics. Um, but this is okay. I think it's like a watch once. I don't need to watch it again. Somebody like you, Craig, if you have no attachment to five nights at Freddy's, you'll probably watch it and be like, eh, you know what I mean? Just like, eh, it was okay. Um, whereas somebody like my daughter is like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And she was like, Hey, did you see that person? They're a YouTuber. I don't know who that person is, but apparently <laughs> there's multiple YouTubers in this movie that I've never seen before, but I'm not hip to the younger generation YouTube culture. She tries to teach me all the time. And I'm like, I don't know who that person is, but okay, cool. I don't, I don't know who that person is. <laughs> I feel old when I say that, but I am old. So it's fine. Um, Exorcist believer. I watched that one as well. This one's interesting. I love the original Exorcist yeah, um, classic. classic. And I think that they did a pretty good job with this one. Um, we're going with two girls that are possessed instead of one. Double the fun. Um, if you have my wife watched it with me, if you ask her, the Exorcist terrorized her as a child and she was not having fun watching this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's what you expect, right? It's a it does have a long setup. I think it's a about two hours and i want to say the first hour is all set up um until you get to them actually being possessed uh and i would say that the stuff you want from an exorcist movie is here uh the the fighting with i can't even say the priest they change it because it's not just a priest now they bring in like all these different genres of religion to combat these demons so you have a priest you have a pastor um, you have someone who's doing. You're, so you're telling me this is the Avengers yes. of, of religion is what <laughs> we is. have going on. It in is. This you have you literally have a priest, a pastor, a nun. Um, I don't remember what the other lady is doing, but she's doing like. Um, like plant based stuff, spiritual stuff. I don't know what you would call that, um, but that's in there as well. And they all kind of combine. It's very interesting in this day and age that they're kind of like putting it out there. They're like, Oh no, all these religions are like, we need to come together to combat these, these demons because they're so powerful. It's kind of cool, right? To be like, Oh, that's an interesting take to not just have a priest. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you would expect from the original in here. There's the uh, back and forth between the people performing the exorcism and the demons kind of taunting them, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's a lot of imagery that's, gross and uh cool do at the get, same time do hmm? we get a 360 head turn no oh uh, wait okay. we do but it's not from who you expect oh i'll say that um okay. It, okay okay i think you reminded me of something that completely caught me off guard when i was watching i literally went oh when it happened i did not see that coming um i think it's a it's a passable movie it's not going to win any awards but i enjoyed it um it's not as good as the original but nothing's going to be and yeah, I think it's a good spooky movie to watch. Maybe not on Halloween because I think you save your best movies for Halloween. That's, but... that's literally why we haven't seen five. The Freddy movie. You're or... not going to watch that on Halloween, are you? That's no. going to ruin your Halloween. The only reason I have we haven't seen that movie is because we have like the 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 pr cream of the crop. Yeah. That popped up between the 27th and and tomorrow, which would be Halloween. So. Sure. Yeah, so but I'll I, be it's definitely of that. it's definitely yeah. worth a watch. Definitely check it out if you're into horror movies. It'll make you feel uneasy, which is what you want. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Craig, I thought you were going to say something. You look like you wanted to say something else. I, I wanted to suggest like a like a closing thing for you, which is like speaking of feeling uneasy, that's it for today's podcast. (laughs) We've been uneasy this entire time. So all I ask for both of you, since Craig, you're already playing Alan Wake and Barry, when you start playing Alan Wake 2, when they first start mentioning Cynthia, just go ahead and text me so I know you're there. Okay. I'm now worried about Cynthia, and you're going to be like, "Oh no!" I'm now worried about the Cynthia part. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so speaking of no, not speaking of Cynthia, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. We're going to go ahead and end it here. I appreciate everybody for listening. If you are listening on a podcast listening platform, please make sure to share it, review it, like it with, a, or you know, like it, share it with a friend. If you feel so inclined when you're on YouTube as well, thank you for liking, subscribing and commenting to let us know, you know, whether we got something wrong or whether uh, I'm overhyping Survivor Rain. Yeah, Survivor Rain is what I'm overhyping. Scavenger's Rain. I know I'm doing it on purpose (laughs) this time. Kind of like kind of like with five, five mornings at five Bartholomew's. (laughs) Well done. I like Thanks. that. I, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> but well thank done, you, everybody, for listening. Hopefully these last few laughs lift up your week. And we hope you enjoy your week and have a good day as well. Bye. See ya. Bye, guys.